This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Friday morning, back here on the Sid and Friends in the Morning Show. You know the guy that comes up after me every weekday morning. You know him from a bunch of places. <laughs> Whether it's Fox and Friends, every morning on Fox News, his own great show, One Nation, Saturday night on Fox News, filling in for uh, Tucker Carlson's old, old spot, 8 o'clock at night on Fox News. And then again, of course, doing his show here, radio show, 10 o'clock every morning. He is the multi-talented and very sexy Brian Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian. Right, but why do you leave the sexy to the end? I mean, it's almost like a throw-in. No, uh, it's uh, like Van- Van- Vanessa that? Williams, save the best for last. Oh, really? Is <laughs> she sang that one? She did, yes. Oh, okay. You remember her? She was married to Rick Fox, the great basketball player. And, and yeah, is that still going on? No, no, they're long divorced. And she had that whole uh, the, the penthouse issue. You remember oh, that? Yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, she was great. Very, and I remember <laughs> that she made a good acting singing career. After yes, that. yes, she did. Yeah, and that's next for you, right. probably. That's the only thing I you haven't be surprised done yet. If she's, right. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if she's listening to the show and is on uh, on Monday. <laughs> We're trying to make it happen, bro. So um, you're doing like uh, nine shows this week, and you had promised me last week, hey, listen, I'm doing the 8 o'clock show next week, and we got to get you on. And you're a man of your word. You really are. And you put me on this week. It was Wednesday night. And it turns out that because I moved back to Queens, I didn't come into the studio. So you guys send this van, which got a studio inside the van, you know. And uh, it was great. Guy pulled up right in front of my house. I walked outside, sat in a chair, had the New York skyline behind me. And the next thing you know, I'm on with Brian Kilmeade on Fox News. But they didn't tell me there were two screens. And I'm looking at the screen where I'm on looking at myself. And I get a text from Dr. Mark Siegel. He goes, is there something wrong with your eyes? I go, what are you? I'm on the air. What are you talking about? I was looking at the wrong screen. So for about the first 30 seconds, my eyes were closed. But it was a great segment with you and the whole Daniel Penny no, situation. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to get answers. It's, I think it's uh, top three stories in the entire country, at, at the very least, because it affects so many people. You might not know Danny Penny. You might not have a subway where you live. But you understand what it's like to be on your own when a criminal attacks or when you see somebody who is about to be attacked. I don't care if you're in a CVS in Iowa or you're at the J train like another guy was forced to fight for his life and stick up for his girlfriend and killed the assailant, an ex-con. And now he ends up in jail because we're so short in New York City of NYPD officers and they'd be so hamstrung by the mood in this city and by the state legislature that won't even let bail reform take place that even the democratic governor wants we as citizens have to look around and say this person's in trouble should i act and then we had you on just to say listen what would you do you had the lawyer on for danny penny fellow long islander i think he's from massapequa and he came on he says this is the trouble he's in this is what the grand jury did and everyone at home is probably having that conversation at their dinner table what do you do 
Uh, do you risk your freedom for someone you don't know when you know the legal system will turn on you like this? Yeah, that is the worst part of this story. I said that with you on TV the other night and uh, the same discussion with my dear friend Joe Tacopino, Trump's attorney. You're talking about Thomas Knippi. He's been on the last two days. He happens to be uh, Daniel Penny's attorney. And uh, me and Tack said the same thing. He's a big, strong guy like me, stronger, in fact. And we're like, listen, if we're out there and something's happening, we're going to think twice, hesitate, if not do anything when New Yorkers are in trouble. And to me, that is the saddest part of this story. Yeah, and, and now you have an interesting story because they want to bring race into this. I just know uh, people listening right now of all uh, different ethnic backgrounds, you know race is not in the Danny Penny story. And now you got this Brooklyn, Brooklyn subway story uh, stabber, uh, Jordan Williams. He's freed on bail. Everybody going crazy because his ex-con attacked his girlfriend. He steps up. They wrestle. He takes out a knife and stabs the guy to death. And now, you know, he's the bad guy. Uh, they're on. Unli- they're empty in Rikers Island. They're letting these lunatics out. They walk out of their mental institutions. Uh, they're uh, violent homeless people, not people that couldn't make the rent. So that mischaracterization we all hearing. It's not people in hard luck. It's people who clearly have mental episodes or are just deviant minds. And we are on our own here. And so is. This African-American man named Jordan Williams, 20 years old, charged with manslaughter, weapons possession, because he had to fight for his life and fight for his girlfriend because he was attacked for no reason Tuesday night. So this, these are going to be side-by-side stories. And I think we should go out of our way to, to, to look at them equally and understand race has nothing to do with this. I made that point on your show, too. Don't forget, one of the guys that helped restrain, excuse me, Jordan Neely, was an African-American man, and the first lady to complain on the train and actually dub uh, Daniel Penny a hero, African-American woman. So how could it be about race? Then what was this grand jury thinking, made up of New Yorkers? What a disappointment. I know it's easy to indict someone, but can someone do the right thing ever in court? Can politics not play a role in court? And this this grand jury says, okay, we're going to ruin this guy's life for at least a few more months. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the toxicology report is still not made available yet to Mr. Kniff. Happens to be uh, Mr. Penny's attorney. That's another issue because a lot of people have been saying it's alleged, it's a rumor that Jordan Neely was smoking K2. A lot of it. And Penny said, look, he looked all whacked out on drugs when I restrained him. So now the onus is on them to show Mr. Kniff the toxicology report. But this is the city. You know, you got Eric Adams out there right now still talking about the migrants and kind of took back his promise about Gracie Mansion. Now you got the mayor before him, Bill de Blasio, in really hot water, a half a million dollar fine. You're talking about almost 10 years of two guys, Bill de Blasio and now Mayor Eric Adams, like him or not, for the most part, inept and maybe corrupt. Well, I mean, what you have is Mayor de Blasio, who's so delusional, thought he can run for president and do well. Goes up there, spends 400, he gets fined $475,000 because he takes his, uh, he uses taxpayer money to travel and uses security detail to follow him around to do major events in Iowa, the cleanest place in the country in terms of uh, crime and worry and attacks. And he takes them all around to appear in front of three or four people at uh, various rural, uh, rural stops. And then it just charges it to the city. I mean, and then you can, we never found out about that whole Thrive thing with his wife, remember? Cost us a billion dollars. What happened to that money? 
Well, that's a billion and a half. And by the way, if they took that money and spent it where it should have been spent, a guy like Jordan Neely, he may have been in a institution, the same ones that the governor, Andrew Cuomo, closed. But that's where he may have been and not dead because of the billion and a half that basically Charlene de Blasio stole. I can't. I, you know what? I, I don't know how she got it passed. I don't know how. No one really covered this. She really didn't do anything except set up these uh, uh, these these foundations, nonprofits. Nobody profited from it. The city went in the toilet. These two uh, are still trying to become relevant again. I mean, he tried to run for a primary and then basically got scared off when he realized nobody likes him. So, I mean, it's just pathetic. And then Cuomo also is forced to testify about the allegations about a state trooper who claims she's sitting there and he grabbed her stomach, uh, kissed her cheek and did whatever. <laughs> now he's got to go testify that he didn't harass her. Like, that's typical behavior. I, you know, so uh, sitting in the studio with me right now during this conversation is uh, the great host of The Other Side of Midnight, Frank Morano. And uh, he's been on my show a couple of times this week because I know people on the streets don't necessarily care. But in the industry, the Talkers Magazine list is a big deal. And uh, Morano has been moving up the ladder every year from 94 to 75. This year, 65. You told me this surprises you. You told me this really surprises you. No, no. No, not at all. In fact, he should be oh, higher. Okay. And then, of you course, uh, I went up 12 notches to number 17 because I own this wow. city. But uh, look at Brian Kilmeade. Only Sean Hannity and Dave Ramsey finished higher than you. Morano sitting right here, number 65. Sid Rosenberg, number 17. Brian Kilmeade, number three. You stud. Yeah, I mean, that that's unbelievable. I mean, I, I remember being 98 and making the list. <laughs> and Dave Ramsey, I'm serious, and texted me and says, congratulations. You know, let me know if we could help. Uh, and we were. We were like seven, on seven stations, you know, three of which were in Ohio. And then little by little had a chance to move up. And the biggest thing to happen to the show is, you know, John Castamatidis uh, putting us on, following you. It was unbelievable. And then I joined Frank once a week. I'm able to join you once a week. So to feel part of the station. So uh, it just allows the show to be exposed to the number one market, number one station. So it's pretty unbelievable. And that was very nice of them to rank uh, to rank us so high. Well, congratulations. Uh, you are number three. Simone, who's up at the Radio Hall of Fame, number 38. Not very impressive. Brian Kilmeade uh, joining me here this morning. <laughs> it's very impressive. That's <laughs> fine. It's okay. Do you like him? Yes, you I do. Like I do. I do. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I like both of you guys. Um, I'm closer right. with you, much closer. Right. But I do like him. Uh, I do want to bring nice up. Guy. He's, he's a very also nice guy. a staple in New York. Yes, he is. Uh, one uh, one little note on the president. Since we last spoke, he was arrested and arraigned. The president Trump, I should say, not Biden, arrested and arraigned down in Miami three days ago. Uh, depending on who you talk to, this is either a very, very serious possible obstruction and concealed charge, and he's going to be in big trouble, or his supporters, people like me, it'll be fine. He'll figure it out. He's still going to run. He's still going to win the primary, and uh, a chance he'll still be president. He'll get through this. What does Brian Kilmeade say three days after President Trump for the second time was arrested? Hmm. He's your guy, right? You've picked him He's already? my guy, yes. Right. I will say I want to see him. I wish all this stuff didn't happen. I have no idea about the court system. I want to see him solidify his team. I want to see him get the knuckleheads away from him at uh, Marl Ago now in Bedminster. I want uh, so many of these lawyers who I know 
uh, got a chance to know say, I can't get to him. I'm offering him legal advice. It's not getting to him. It's being screened out. And that's like a coach not list getting getting the putting the headsets on and not hearing the offensive coordinator. What are you paying him for? They're sitting up there in the booth. They're calling the plays. They work with the offense. They help pick the guys. Let you know, let your offensive coordinator call the plays. And that's just it. So, uh, Mr. President, you got a very good team. You got $100 million to pay for the best lawyers. Let them do the job. And if people are blocking them and all these guys are telling you the same thing, I can't get to them. You're talking about Jim Trustee, Tim Palator, and others. And people have told me off camera, it's it's like a, uh, a parade of, it's a, he's very well insulated. Uh, then if he, you get the right turn, I say that he goes at it. There's a, a lot of people explaining to me that some of this stuff was done under unsavory means, that Jack Smith's guys were very uh, thuggish about forcing witnesses to say things, flipping attorneys, making them turn against their client, like what happened with, uh, with Evan Corcoran. A lot of that stuff could get thrown out. So if we could start throwing some of that out, we could get back to running the race and seeing who the best man or woman is. I mean, yesterday Mayor Suarez got in. I mean, Suarez, this guy is a very talented guy. You have Nikki Haley, an Indian-American whose husband now goes deployed overseas. That's a great story. Tim Scott called out by Barack Obama yesterday after being called out by The View two weeks ago. These are the types of things that can catapult a candidacy. And then I want to see Trump battling people that he really kind of likes. He's going to have a hard time going to Tim Scott. I know how much he likes him. So to me, I want to get to those dynamics. I'm not like Sid. I have not made up my mind yet. But I want to get these court cases done. I don't believe, you know, whatever was happening, this is not something you put someone in jail for. And I think Eileen Cannon yesterday, the judge came out and said, hey, guys, all you lawyers, get your insurances because you're going to be looking at highly secure stuff. And, you know, Iran attack plans, nuclear weapon positions, whatever Trump had at Mar-a-Lago. So we'll see if Jack Smith overshot again like he did against Menendez, like he did against Governor McConnell, like he did against um, uh, uh, John Edwards. He went after those guys. It all blew up in his face. Let's hope it happens again because this is not how I want to see this play out. Oh, that is a great job. I mean, a really great job, Brian, of explaining all the players. And you're right, Jack Smith's history and what Trump needs to do. I think you're right about Tim Scott, too. That you dynamic. Talk to him. You talk to Trump all the time. You should tell him. Well, Mr. President, you need to meet one-on-one with your lawyers. No screeners. Just one-on-one with your lawyers. And make sure you're getting the best advice. That's what you're paying for. He would listen to you, Sid. And he'd listen to Frank. No, he wouldn't. He hates Frank, actually. Oh. Yeah, he doesn't like him. Yeah, Frank yeah. is a big DeSantis guy anyway. Hey, listen, you are, you're so great on radio, on TV. I loved coming on with you this week. Thank you for doing this. This is a very highly rated segment every time you're on with me on this radio no, show. I appreciate so it. It really is. So have a great weekend and uh, enjoy your kids and your beautiful family. We'll do it again next yeah. week, Brian. Can Happy we... Father's Day. You too, buddy. Happy Father's Day to you. We'll talk next week. All right, stay within yourself. <laughs> I love that. That is my favorite ending of any conversation all week. Brian Kilmeade, quote, stay within yourself. Brian Kilmeade, folks, after me, 10 o'clock every weekday morning on WABC, Fox and Friends, and Saturday night's One Nation on Fox News, and did a great job this week of filling in for the old Tucker Carlson spot, 8 o'clock at night. We'll take a short break, only halfway through. It's the Friday edition of Sid and Friends in the Morning, only right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. 
If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at gabolaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.